our Father, it is time for you to have your way. Speak thy word and cause your word to have a fire that will penetrate in every heart and bring conviction, more revelation. Lord, let the truth of your word be made known to us. Lord, we want to do your will, O oh Lord. Lord, we pray thy will be done. Even now, may I not speak what I think. Lord, let your spirit take over and speak to us in the echoes of your word. Give us the understanding that will bring a change to the glory of your name. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. God bless you. We give God all the glory once again. It is not easy, but God is making what seems impossible to be possible for us being alive to see the last Sunday and the last day in the month of the first month of January 2021. It is God's grace. It is not because we are good. It's just his mercy. And I pray that God will continue to favor us. My greatest desire and prayer to God is that I will not die until when my salvation is secured. And it's also my prayer to every one of us. I will not pastor anybody that will go to hellfire. May you not die until your salvation is secured. In whatever, in all things that God is doing in your life, may God add salvation. Because that is the main thing. If we gain the whole world and lose our soul in hellfire, it's regrettable. May God grant you a place in his kingdom in Jesus' name. Without wasting time, let's still go to our tests where we used in the morning. I had wanted to change it, but it was led strongly in my heart to go back to it. The reason is because I was hearing a voice in my heart saying, since you have spoken the glory of the earth, which in, as, uh, as a matter of fact is uh, the hindrance, the problem, something that is really, you know, hindering our way, you know, going to heaven, something that is really fighting our opportunity to be in heaven, something that the enemy is using to confuse us. So now speak about the glory of heaven. So we want to speak about that. In 1 Corinthians, we take our tests, verse 15, um, chapter 15, verse 40. I take from my translation again. Go back to that place, please. There are heavenly bodies and the earthly bodies. But the glory of the heavenly is of one kind. And the glory of the earth is of another. And the, with the emphasis now, the focus is now on the, the glory of heaven. You know, actually, I don't know if there is anybody that has gone to heaven, either by trance or by vision or by dream or whichever way. Is there anybody? 
Do we have anybody in the house? Well, it is personal. But it is, I put it before us. We should work hard at the will of the Father to take us there, show us. You know, what we, you see, you will not forget. What you see, you know, you know, brings more meaning and understanding to you. Do you know why the glory of the earth is really making impact most, mostly? It's because the glory of the earth is with us, is here with us. So we, are, we can see it face to face. We can see it and desire it because we have seen it. And if one have not seen the glory of, the, of, of that heavenly, now you will be easily attracted and swayed from, I mean, by what you are seeing, that is the glory of the earth. But if you see the glory of heaven, either by revelation of the word or revelation as, you know, in the dream as we can have it vision in any way or by trance, you can never, nothing can make you to, you know, change your mind. Apostle Paul was once talk about a man who was caught up to, to the heaven. And you can see. And I know a man who was, you know, once in a while, twice, was taken to, I mean, will I say, a gate to heaven. And this man does not even, at that time, love this hymn. He prefers even praises like that of the gospel band and more than, more than even the hymns. But this man, the first time the Lord, by his grace, took him to the gates. The man, I'm talking of the gates. And uh, he saw, you know, and uh, also partake, partook in the singing of him. The aroma, the, 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 the tune, the readings, everything about the hymn, you know, made this man to start loving him. And by the time he came back, he woke up from that revelation. He regretted why he came back to life. What am I talking about? What you see make, brings more meaning, drives more meaning to you. You will not desire sometimes, you will not desire a car you have not seen. You will not desire a style of clothes, you know, fashion that you have not seen. It is what you see you desire. And that's why Satan is busy presenting the one we can see physically. It does not take spiritual eye for you to see, you know, the glory of the earth. Of course, it is earthly. It is easily seen and understood by the flesh and blood. And that's why he is busy presenting it to now block our view to that of the glory of heaven. And because we have not seen it, the glory, that of the heaven, perhaps, perhaps, I'm speaking with the understanding of, for maybe some of us who might have not by in any way taken to that place. And I know also nobody also has been taken to hellfire. And uh, I wish that God will grant us, you know, such opportunity either to see hellfire. A rich man saw a hellfire. He desired to come back to this world after he died so that he will, at least even if he cannot change his way, to tell his brothers that it is real. So, heaven is not a mirage, as some people may, you know, consider it to be, because they have not seen it, you know, by themselves. It is not a mirage, it is real. And uh, hellfire is also real. So, that is what we want to establish here. 
But we are talking of the glory of heaven. Because we have not seen the glory of heaven, there is a scripture I think that I want to read, you know, for our understanding. I will run down through it. Then I will talk one or two few things because of time. Then we will now call it a day. In Revelation chapter 21, if you are very fast, you can open with me that, to that place. Revelation chapter 21 from verse 22. I will read it very fast. I'm not going to say anything or interpret, but just to have it, you know, at the back of our mind. And I saw no temple daring. For the Lord God Almighty, okay, thank you, it's in the screen. Let's just take it from the screen. I think it's more viewable, better than, you know, from what I'm reading here. Now, and I saw no temple therein. For the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. So glorious. Hallelujah. Verse 23. And the city had no need of the sun, neither the moon to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it. And the Lamb is the light thereof. 24. And the, and the nation of them which are saved walk, I mean shall walk in the light of it. And the king of, um, of the earth do bring their glory to, and, and, and honor into it. May God give us understanding on that st statement. And the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day. For there shall be no night there. 26. 26. There shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and the honor of nations into it. Finally. And they shall in no wise enter into it anything that defies. Neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie. But they which are written in a book of, the, of life. Now you can see the glimpse of it. That the city of this place, the street is full of gold. Gold is very expensive mineral. You're so decorated, so glorious than the glory of the earth. No matter how glorious and beautiful that that of the earth may look like. It can never in any way be compared to the glory ahead. Glory to be revealed. Everything there is so glorious. And Bible said that there is a tree of life. The Bible said that there is no night, no fear, no death, no disease, no sorrow, no pain, no lack, no tears. There is nothing that will terrify our life. We are well secured to any man that succeeded to be there. You can see why it is important that you must do everything to make sure you have a place there. Now, because of time, let me quickly say something, then we go. And I, what I want to say because of time is uh, I want to talk about Christian timetable. Christian, what I call Christian timetable. For any student who wants to do well in exam must have a timetable. If any child is preparing for exam and does not have timetable of the day of mathematics, the time of mathematics, the day of English, the time of English, science, or whatever subject, and he, he, he did not have timetable to guide him, well, I can assure that, that student he will not do well. Am I right? So we also ought to have what I call Christian timetable. 
that will stand as a guide that we can always watch at, that will, will, will always be at our focus, that will not allow even the glory of the earth to overshadow even our, 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 our desire to be in heaven. Because living in eternity in view is living in the present with, the, with eternity in the mind. Consciousness of eternity. Being so conscious about heaven. And that place, as we said in the first harvest, is a place of eternity. No change there, no repentance. So, in this, for us as a Christian, to really make it, not to cry had I known. Because I know a voice of, voice of cross in one of the, his album um, rendered a song that says, I heard the voice of a sinner crying. Oh, had I known. For one not to cry had I known, you must walk, I mean, uh, have a timetable. Christian timetable. Let me quickly just say, uh, it drop it, then we, uh, we, we leave it. Tri Christian timetable simply means those things that you must have, those requirements you must fulfill, you must attend to for you to be in heaven. Jesus gave this timetable by himself. And it's only a careful Christian who discovered this timetable. He's an expert. Number one, the, uh, uh, number one is what Jesus talked about. You must be born again. It's number one Christian timetable. You must be born again. It's not a choice. It's not whatever, I mean, a kind of um, you to, uh, whether you like it or not. It's a command. It's a command. There will be no, nothing that will make them to go down it. You must be born again in every sense of born again. In the standard of born again. In the standard of God, you must be born again. And Bible says that unless one is born again, he cannot see or enter into the kingdom of God. Number two, you must also, you know, Bible, Bible says that without peace and holiness, no eye shall see the Lord. That is to say you must, you must desire and strive to live in peace with men. No reason of whatever anybody will do is enough to keep malice. Nothing. If you are keeping malice because of offense, you are risking heaven. So you must have peace with all men. Pursue it. It is a sacrifice. It is a demand. It is one of those things that you must have for you to qualify to be in heaven. And Bible also said with holiness. No matter how holiness may sign to anybody's ear. Holiness is achievable. It's possible. Just take time and study Ten Commandments of the Bible and you discover that there is no one in that Ten Commandments that you, one cannot keep by the grace of God. Not by power, not by might, but by the grace of God. When you meant business, you must mean business with the Lord. There is no commandment that is beyond most attainments. It's just a matter of how you can walk on the flesh and for spirit to rise up. That is number two, timetable. Then number three is forgiveness. You must, Bible said, unless you forgive the offenses of one another, the Father in heaven will not also forgive you. And we, you can agree with me that all of us are sinners. True of us, true. We are all sinners. We are in one way or the other. But one of the privileges we have for God to bring us to the race, continuously to reign unto perfection, is forgiveness, no matter what the person will do to you. Can I just summarize this story? A man in my village told me a story of what happened to him. His first son 
who happens to be one of even the first graduates in my village, where who went for his youth service, was killed by a, an awesome man driving a trailer. And police arrested the man. I mean, as the man ran into uh, the police station and they kept him into custody, and the message went to the father, and the father went to that uh, to police station, interviewed the youth copper, uh, I mean the the the, 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 the driver, and uh, he just, he asked him two questions. Number one, have do you know my son before? The driver said, No, no, have some man. He said, Do you have any issue of what I with him before? He said, No, 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 no. Now he turned back and asked the police to release the driver. The village, the villagers accused him. Maybe he has used his son to do ritual. But he told me, since the man did not know him, there's no problem. It's an accident. So release him. So that gives me a, a very deep lesson. There is nothing man can do to you on this earth, which you, if you desire because of the word of God to forgive that you will not forgive, no matter what. Please, I beg you, husband, forgive your wives for heavenly sake. Wife, forgive your husband for the sake of heaven. Please, parents, forgive your, uh, your children. No matter what that child has done, continue to forgive. After all, we all are prodigal son. One day, I promise you, by the mercy of God, your child will come back to his senses. Please, son, forgive your parents, no matter what. Neighbor, forgive your neighbor. I don't want to go into some other stories of a, a Christian girl who was doing well, but suddenly died, but, uh, you know, he had every qualification to go to heaven, but what made her not to go to heaven? Because he was keeping malice with a, a neighbor who offended her wrongly. And uh, she refused to forgive that lady. I visited a, a lady uh, one time in her house. The Lord showed me a trance of, I mean, something that happened. I decided to ask the woman in a summary. When I asked the woman, the woman denied. I said, no, God cannot lie. Is there anybody who have decided not ever to forgive? When I told her that God cannot lie, he, she begged her face and raised up and said, hmm, why is it that anything that God, I mean anything I do that God will notice it and show it to you? I said, because he loves you. He didn't want you to go to hell fire. The woman is already dead. That was when she confessed that a neighbor in her house, a yard, you know, offended her and she has vowed never to forgive her. I don't know whether you have taken such wrong decision. Never to forgive. You have vowed. Please, I beg you, as you listen to this exhortation, go back. No matter what the person has done to you, forgive because it is a criteria for you to make heaven. And uh, let me tell you this one. Bible said in Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 and 14, that the, the road, the way to heaven is a narrow road. It's a narrow road. And it's a narrow road. And it says it's only few that are walking it. It is this few that has ten table of God. Those who really know what it requires for one to go to heaven. You must know the secret. You must, Bible said to the, Jesus talk, talking to disciples, he said, it was meant for you to understand the secret of the heaven. Those who understand the secret of heaven, I believe will never miss heaven. My prayer is that the Lord will show you the secret. Everything on earth has secret. There is secret to make heaven. May the Lord grant you the understanding of the secret to make heaven so that you will not follow the multitude, so that you will not applaud nor approve what many approve. Go for quality. Go for original. Go for something that is sent, something that is self-holy, something that is glorious, something that is approved by God, not what approved by man or even by yourself. Paul, like I mentioned in the first service, approved something for him, 
but it was error. It was evil. And God interrupted him. And it's still my prayer to you, for, I mean for, for you, that God will interrupt you. God will not allow you to go to hellfire in the name of Jesus. Maybe you don't like it. I'm praying for myself. God will not allow me to go to hellfire. Whatever that I'm doing that I feel that is good and is not good, may heaven interrupt me. You know, there are people that are carrying a lot of loads, a lot of loads without knowing that they are carrying I mean, what Nigeria may call exbits. Exbits. In every checking point, the policeman will stop you and ask you what you carry. There are some people that are carrying things that angels, you know, guiding heaven at the gate will ask them, what do you carry? Because you carry malice, you carry hatred, you carry unforgiveness, you carry the love of the world, you, 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 you do things carnally, you don't care about, about the spiritual things. And of course, the Bible says that those who live carnal, those carnal people will not understand, understand at all the things of the Holy Spirit. I pray that God will graduate you will pull you from the pit of error, from the pit of blindness, from the pit of mistakes to the pit, I mean, to the road of that holiness in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus went ahead and started, when he was teaching, and he made mention that on the last day, day of judgment, living eternity in view, with eternity in view. Say, on that day, the eternity will draw a line that many will come hoping to enter heaven. He said in verse 21 of that Matthew 7, not all who say, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom. In a summary, we went down and said, even people will come, what, you know, the, the, the gifted uh, and anointed preachers and men of God. Hmm. People that if they are preaching, we are clapping, giving offering. You know, and as we are preaching now, it's so sweet. He said that on that day, preaching is not a criteria. Signs and wonders is not a criteria. Healing the sick is not a criteria. Receiving revelation is not a criteria. There is only criteria I've mentioned. Take it as a timetable. Don't joke with it. Don't be deceived with anointing you carry. Don't be deceived with the gift of God upon yourself. Don't be deceived with what you think that you, maybe you prayed and God answered you. Yes, Bible said that in the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. God is respecting his word, not your character. God is respecting his word, not your life. God is respecting his word, not your behavior. God is respecting his word, not what you think. So come get it right. Have a timetable. Have a timetable. He said he will tell them, depart from me. I never know you not. Why? Those who did not take these things very serious. Even when they preach. Or even when they leave, some people, like I said, that is where I feared, like Paul. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, because of time, Paul said there, I believe that he, he had time to have considered all these things. And he said, I fear. Though God is rotting me back in my hand, but I'm afraid. Though God is giving me vision, revelation, but I'm afraid. Even to the point of taking me to the third heaven, I'm afraid of missing that glorious place. I'm afraid. If Apostle Paul can be afraid, I don't know about you and myself. You know, the, one of the problems we have with Christians today is that problem of uh, complacency. You know, thinking, I mean, self-gratification, self-certification. Self, self thinking that we have arrived. You know, when we talk about heaven, many of us will raise and say, I'm going there. We claim it, but I've already told us, even right here, that we can claim healing, but we cannot claim heaven. Heaven is a practical life. God will judge you not by what you claim, 
but by what you do with your life, with your body. That is why the Bible said, instead eye or hand or whatever will make you, I don't know what is so much put at, attachment. I don't know what is you, that is, interests you so much. The uh, Bible says, seek ye the kingdom of God and uh, its righteousness. Righteousness. And every other thing shall be added unto you. It must be first the kingdom. And the Bible said that he knows that even the pagans desire all those things. Please relax, as I told us in the first service. Relax. God knows what he's doing. He will give you your own when your turn, turn comes. Abraham stayed without a child for many years. But after he had many children. So you will still meet up. God's time is the best. You will meet up. Don't bother yourself. Time can never be late with God. In eternity, there is nothing like time. It is only here that we can grow old because there is time here. But in heaven, there is no time. And one, no one can grow old. So keep on a timetable. That is also my fear as I conclude. I don't know if also you have that fear. You know, when you take, a, if you take heaven for granted, you'll be surprised what you will see. But if you continue to take it as a matter of issue, as, I mean as a serious issue, a serious matter, then I, I tell you that by that, God will be giving you, giving you a revelation of yourself, who you are, the level you are, the, where you're going uh, every day. So I'm afraid. Why am I afraid? I am afraid because I have made myself known to the world that I'm a Christian. I, if I die now, the world will use their mouth and take me to heaven. I'm afraid. Yeah, that man, ah, that pastor, yeah, I know he has gone. I, know, I have seen it. So many people that died. I don't know, they, I don't know if I have seen anyone, the biography said this one is going to hellfire. Everyone is talking about how what the person is good and is already resting in the bosom of the Lord. So I'm afraid people will use mouth and take me to heaven. Why I am in hell? I'm afraid. I'm afraid, number two. Why? Because not only that I'm a Christian, but I am also a, a pastor. A pastor. So not just a Christian, a pastor. A pastor. So if I die now for that, uh, I don't know whether I'll call it title or whatever name, pastor. People will say, ah, that pastor, ah, ah, is in heaven without knowing where I am. So I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid, number three, because not only that I'm a Christian, nor that I am a pastor, but by God's grace, I am a preacher of righteousness. And maybe people who have heard my message will say, ah, that one that preaches righteousness like that, I know he's already in heaven. So I'm afraid. And maybe that's what Paul considered. Do you know also you are the same, you know, the same challenge with me? You are known by people. You are known by your neighbor. You are known by your, the village. You are known even by the church people here. And how you live, how you behave. The Bible you carry, people know. Even some people are afraid of carrying physical Bible now. You are ashamed. Jesus said that whoever that is ashamed of the Son of Man, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him. I don't know if there is anything that is really reducing the joy, the love, the value of Christ in you. We are about to pray. But like Apostle Paul said, I am afraid. I, your pastor, Chineme, I am afraid. My members, my friends, my beloved in the Lord, are you okay or are you also afraid? But the Bible said that if we judge ourselves here, we will not be judged at the end. Judge yourself now so that you will not be judged at the end. Can we be on our feet? Just make a prayer. Quickly, just make a prayer. There's no time again. Just make a prayer. I don't know whether if there is anything the Lord has spoken to you. Ask God about the grace to make heaven at last. It's a very, in short, it's very horrible if we miss that place. It's a glorious place. It's a place of joy. It's a place of happiness. Everything is there in heaven. God is king and a great king. His kingdom must be a great kingdom. 
and he desired that we be with him there. Jesus went to make a place for us. May we not miss, miss that place. Father, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to hear from you. Thank you for opening up to tell us this truth again. May this truth work good and bring eternal life in our lives. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Thank you.